Hey guys, welcome to the Android Under UK podcast episode number 25, made it all the way to the quarter century. It is the 30th of September 2019 and there's been quite a bit going on, so it's been, I don't know, five or six weeks since the last podcast. I guess the big news is Android 10 um, has been released on Pixel devices. I've got a beta version on my OnePlus 7 Pro. Uh, the big changes, I did do a video, if you listen to this or you've probably watched it, um, but the big change has been, I suppose, gesture support now is baked right on into Android um, and done, I would say, done just about right. So you can swipe in from the sides of the back, you can swipe up from the bottom to go home, swipe up and hold. So it's kind of what I think a lot of other manufacturers have put into their um, OSs and Android have finally accepted, okay, that's probably how they should be. Let's go ahead and do it. Uh, dark mode is uh, a very welcome addition for a lot of people. Personally, I'm not so bothered. I do think the sort of light cream look does look better. I don't have battery problems. I don't have battery anxiety. I barely ever go below 50%, to be honest. Um, so I don't need dark mode to save battery and extend battery life. And it's not been massively well done by all accounts i say by all accounts because it's not it's quite different on the oneplus uh, in some well i say quite different it's it is different because it's not a stock android device and it is their own version of it so it's hard for me to kind of compare in some ways um but it doesn't work on all apps from what i'm hearing uh and third-party developers have to enable it within their app so it's going to take time for for them to sort of i don't know come around to it i guess uh, there's other things like easier sharing, better permissions, um, and a few other features. But again, I've got a video on it. There's lots of information on the internet, should you want to know more about Android 10. Um, more recently, I've finally got myself a tablet again. I've not had an Android tablet probably for about four years, I would guess. Um, and I decided to get the Huawei MediaPad M5 10, so that's the 10-inch version. Uh, and I have to say, I'm using it a lot more than I thought I would. I always thought I had no need for a, a tablet. I've got an iPad through work. It just stays at work in my drawer. But I am finding I'm using it quite a bit, actually, now. I bought a case so I can kind of stand it up on its own. And the screen is pretty fantastic, and the speakers are pretty amazing. And it makes sort of watching YouTube or Netflix and other video NFL Game Pass... Um, I was going to say just as good as watching it on my TV probably not as good as on my TV but there's not much of a step down it's way better than using my phone so if I'm in the kitchen in the morning I wake up in the morning there was a game on last night from NFL Game Pass I can start watching it when I'm laying in my bed I get out of bed head through to the kitchen still watching it make my breakfast you know cooking my porridge or whatever watching it on the tablet sounds great looks great there's not really much of a sort of a loss. Whereas if I used to use my phone, it's just, you know, you're squinting a little bit almost to see what's going on. You can't really make out things too well. Um, so it's actually been a really sort of, uh, a really good addition to my tech life. And it only costs 270 pounds. Uh, this I got it from John Lewis. It's the same price on Amazon. Obviously, I recommend John Lewis because of their two-year two warranty and their customer service and the fact I kind of work for the partnership as well. But uh, I do recommend John Lewis, as I'm sure most of you sort of almost would agree, I would hope. But yeah, really, really solid hardware. Well done to Huawei for making a decent tablet. I know Android tablets get a bit of a bashing. I don't really get it myself. Um, even apps that aren't all that well configured for a tablet, they still scale. Unlike sort of an iPad, you put a phone app on an iPad, it looks horrific. Um so yeah, I really like the MediaPad M5. Check out the video if you want to know more. I also bought a portable SSD, uh, a Samsung T5, 
I got it in the one terabyte version. It cost me about £165, quite expensive. But what I kind of wanted to do... I've started V-rating on my MacBook Pro um, when necessary, let's say. So obviously my preference would be to do it on my PC, very powerful PC. But if I'm a stay, if I'm away for some reason, or maybe I'm just doing some of it at work, it's quite handy to be able to do it on my MacBook Pro. But then you've got a bit of the pain of sort of transferring files back and forward uh, between the MacBook and if I need to then do some editing on my PC at home. So I got the T5 to kind of uh, negate that issue, I suppose, really, in that it's so quick. You can store all the files on the T5 just edit them from there so for example there was something i've been editing on the MacBook pro that thought okay let's whack this into the t5 the folder was 15 gigabytes and it transferred onto the ssd in less than a minute that's crazy fast crazy fast um, and again obviously i've done a video on this and i compared the t5 to the m2 drive in my pc the ssd drives in my pc um the ssd drives in the macbook pro a just a, like a usb key and a usb card reader using a very high speed memory card and the t5 basically i mean beat almost everything apart from the m2 the macbook pro hard drive and it wasn't quite as quick as the inbuilt SSD in my PC, but it wasn't far behind. That's what amazed me. The inbuilt SSDs in my PC, and they're not they're not terrible, they're good, you know, I don't skimp out on my hard drives. It wasn't far behind that. Using USB 3, I might add, you have to use USB 3. Use USB 2 and you, you're down there with the memory keys and stuff in the speed. Um, but, yeah, really impressive, really impressive. Other videos have gone on in the last kind of five or six weeks. One of my favourites was actually my first attempt to kind of a vlog, which was when I did a sportive, which was kind of a organised, timed bicycle ride, a thirty mile ride. You get a timing chip stuck to your helmet, and I did. Well, I did the thirty mile, well fifty k. There was also a hundred k, and there was a hundred and fifty k. But being the first one I've ever done. And the longest ride I've ever done is like 31 miles. I thought I'd stick to the 50k. Uh, and I did very well. It was Actually, I'm not sure how many people there were in it. Maybe, I'm going to say between 30 and 50. And I had the fastest time by a clear seven minutes. So I was really pleased with that. Made me think, oh, I should have done what most serious cyclists would have done, the sort of bigger ride, the 100k or the 150. Um, I've got a friend who's asking me, let's do a 100-mile ride next year and we'll make a vlog of that. He's got a YouTube channel as well as me, so we're thinking we're going to do that. We've, well, I've signed up to be informed about it. It's the Velo Birmingham, so it's a ride in Birmingham in June. So um, it'll hopefully be a sort of interesting vlog working towards that, getting ready for it, preparing for it, and then obviously doing the ride in June. So, uh, well, that's a good sort of nine months notice for you of a video to look out for. Um, in the news, I suppose, Google Play Pass has been announced, $4.99 for 350 or more apps, um, or even $1.99 per month for the first year or something like that. This is, this, at the minute, it's only coming out in the US, but they have listed UK as coming soon. Um, could be interesting. I assume it'll be £4.99. And that's that's not a crazy price. I mean, we'll have to wait and see what the apps are that are included. I'm sure I heard one of them. I'm trying to think. There was something I paid for. Or maybe it was Appy Weather, perhaps, is one of the apps for example so any app that's got a subscription you will get the full service you know included in that and i've just paid i don't know it's about three pound for the year for happy weather so was it for the year yeah i think so i guess actually if it's 4.99 a month then uh, it's quite a it's quite a bit more so you wouldn't do it just for the one app but my point being i suppose there are some good apps in there that you would know you know people will pay for i paid for um, and you're going to get them included in that price so it doesn't seem bad and it also works across the family so there's three of us that use our family account um, we would all get these apps for that one price so it seems quite good obviously i'll keep track of that and we'll uh, I'll, I'll let you know when it comes live in the uk 
Um, a few days ago was Google's 21st birthday. Very exciting for no reason more than perhaps that uh, they were given 21% off store-wide on the Google Play Store. That meant you could get a Pixel 3a for £315. To me, that is crazy value. I, I'm, I'm actually, I know, I've got a friend that's kind of talking about, he's an iPhone user, but he's saying, oh, I'm thinking of coming over to Android. I think his, his new girlfriend's got a Samsung. And he seems quite set on getting a Samsung. Me and two other people are kind of saying, no, no, the Pixel 3a is a great phone. One of them got the 3a. I advise them to get it. I think they really like it. And I'm saying to him, oh, buy today you get it for only 315 pound oh maybe maybe and he didn't the next day he said oh no i didn't get it. oh dear what a, i mean that's just that is an immense i almost bought myself i nearly bought myself because if you watch my videos you might be aware I, I was very tempted by the 3a when i reviewed it i would sell on my oneplus 7 pro probably still get i don't know at least four or five hundred for it so i'd have a bit of profit and use a pixel 3a which to me is in many ways it's just as good a phone it's such a good phone especially for 315 pound now obviously maybe i'm just kind of rubbing salt in the wind because maybe you're listening to this not knowing that this this sale happened and you missed out on the bargain so i do apologize because it was just for that one day unfortunately um obviously the pixel 4 is on its way uh that will be coming well they've got a, an event in the next couple of i think it's on maybe it's the 15th of october something like that um where everything will be announced obviously i think we know a lot about the pixel 4 already there's been so many leaks um google have just started giving us the information themselves rather than we watching dodgy furry videos from uzbekistan or something um so we know quite a lot i saw an interesting I don't know if you'd call it a rumour or just a theory that the two cameras are going to be one would be ultra wide and one would be zoom and it would generate the regular picture using Google trickery from those two lenses. That would be interesting because I really want an ultra wide lens. If it doesn't have the ultra wide lens, it, it could be a deal breaker. Um, and a lot of talk at the minute is saying that it won't have the ultra wide. But we'll see. Um, it does have obviously bezels, which a lot of new phones, especially the one I've been using, the OnePlus 7 Pro, doesn't have. So that'll be interesting. You know, well, how will I find a bezel? I do think I will buy one to review, even if it's not one that I keep um, for good. So obviously subscribe to my YouTube channel, Android Under UK, if you haven't already. Um, just today, I received my Titan security keys from Google. So in the sale, I did buy the Titan security key. It's normally £50. I got it for 41 or something like that because of the discount. Um, it following up on Yubico sent me a YubiKey 5 a couple of weeks ago. So this is all about two-factor authentication. Most people, it's just a password to get into their account. Let's say their Google account. You just type in a password and then you go. Now, actually, that's not massively secure. If somebody really wanted to get your account, it's probably not going to be that hard either by phishing, which everyone thinks they won't fall for, but actually some of them are very clever. Phishing is where they send you to a website that you think is the official website. You type in your login details. You go, oh, that didn't work. And actually what you've done, though, is submitted your login details and someone somewhere is now logging into your account using the details you just submitted. Um, and like I say, it sounds like, oh, I'd never fall for that. But some some of them, and especially if they catch you when you're not particularly paying attention, it's not all that hard to type your details in, hit enter, and then realize afterwards, oh my God, and that could be too late. So two-factor authentication means it brings in a second layer of security. So not only do you type in your password, but you have to um, 
prove it's you by supplying something physical, in this case, like a USB key. So you'd plug that into your USB drive. It then asks you to touch a panel on the key to prove that you're actually there. Um, not you, it's not like a fingerprint reader, just literally that somebody's there and it's not just some bot running a routine. Um, but when you do that, that then lets you into your account. So if somebody has your password, that's not actually good enough. They need, they need one of the other um, uh, security steps. There are loads of different security steps. There's Google Authenticator app, there's text messaging, your code, there's, there's all different things. The key is generally believed to be the strongest. What I would say, bear in mind, you're gonna, your security is weak as the weakest way of getting in. So like people say the text messaging is quite weak because that can be spoofed. People can intercept your SMS messages. If I've got that, which I have at the minute still, if I've got that on my account, even if I've got a key, they can just say, no, I don't use a key, I want to use text message, and then they nick the, your, the code that way. So just bear that one in mind. Um, but again, look out, I've not yet done the Titan security key video. Um, interestingly, so the YubiKey, I, they sent it to me for free to review. It's great of them, thank you very much. It's about £50. It's got a USB Type-A, so you plug it into a Type-A on your main PC, perhaps. Um, but it's also got NFC in it to tap on the back of a phone to authenticate. Google's Titan security key, they send you two of them. One, um, I'll have to check actually if it's got NFC, I don't know. So one of them is the USB Type-A uh, with the touchpad that you press to say, yeah, I'm here. And, and the other key is a Bluetooth one, which I didn't realize does have NFC built into it. Um, so I need to check if if the other one has, has, uh, has NFC as well. But I quite like the idea of having Bluetooth. So if you've got a phone that doesn't have NFC, you can authenticate through Bluetooth. Seems like a good idea. I also like that you get two keys. It's a bit dangerous to have just one key, especially if you don't want all the other methods that might be a bit weaker for two-factor, because if you lose that key, you're a little bit screwed, really. Um, so if you have two keys, you keep one in a safe place at home and one perhaps on your keys. If you do lose your key, you've still got the safe one at home to be able to get into your account to remove the other key and to add a fresh key, if that makes sense. Um, I would advise, I mean, so I've, I've lasted all this time, I've not been hacked without two-factor, but I have thought, you know, I probably should switch over. You know, they have all kind of things, don't you, that actually could go very bad if someone took different accounts that you have online. Um, and then I suppose my final thing to talk about is the NFL is back. Hooray! The wrestling suck. Boo! Um, so I'm, I love to have the NFL back now. There's my favourite time. So I've worked the last two Sundays and we, we lock up at five o'clock and I'm kind of stood there waiting to go home at sort of quarter past 20 past five. That is the favourite time of the week for me. Even better than like a Friday evening when you're at the weekend off. Um, because I'm heading home, I'm going to put the football on, I'm ordering my kebab and I'm, and I'm eating my junk food and just enjoying, relaxing and watching the football. Um, it's not been as good because the Redskins have just been really bad this year and it looks like that's going to be most of the year unfortunately but these things happen there have been some very good games though so I can get enjoyment oh and my fantasy team sucks so that's both both counts normally one's good and the other's bad but no unfortunately and it's normally my fantasy team that's been good but I'm finally having a bad year unfortunately thanks Andrew Luck for retiring just before the season begins um, but uh, well I mean that's that is the other interesting thing this season there's a lot of starting QBs are either injured or have been replaced by their sort of younger rookie or whatever backups um, and some well quite a lot of them are playing really well so uh, it's making things really very interesting and uh, I'm really enjoying the season so far if you don't understand NFL or American football I've been wondering should I do like a almost like a beginner's guide maybe I will at some point like kind of almost like one of my vlog videos to do a beginner's guide to American football um, but uh, yeah NFL is back 
back. Uh, I don't think there was much. I haven't got anything in my notes as far as TV and movies. I did watch Spider-Man Far From Home. I quite liked it. I've seen a lot of people like really say, oh, rubbish movie, so bad, so badly acted, so badly, blah, 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 blah. rubbish, rubbish. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was quite good. Um, TV-wise, Peaky Blinders, we'll have to watch fifth season of that. Brilliant TV, as always. I'm still enjoying Ballers and Power. Um, they're both great. Um, and I'm still enjoying Brooklyn Nine-Nine, although I'm almost at the end of what's on Netflix of that. But it's just one of those sort of easy-watched uh, comedy shows. So I think that's everything for episode number 25. Please do come and visit my website, androidandy.uk. Come say hello on the forum. No one yet has come and said hello on the forum. I do wonder, I'm just talking to myself on these podcasts. It'd be, it'd be really nice to know that I'm not wasting my time. <laughs> anyway, that's all for now. My name's Andy. I'll catch you all again soon.